Sword and Board. I'm Luke. And I'm Lars. And this is two guys talking about every fantasy movie ever made. Lars, how are you doing? It has been a bit for this half. It has been a bit for us in fantasy. And I gotta be honest, Lucas, um, there's been a lot of fantasy that has happened in between us doing Uh this. And it's had me have kind of an existential crisis about fantasy. Continue. I don't give two shits about the Rings of Power. I don't give two shits about I... the Wheel of Time. Um, I'm imbiv- I, I've been watching House of the Dragon, and it's fine. But I've begun to realize that high fantasy peaked for me with the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Watching Absolutely. those films. I... And then everything else after that... It's kind of like they were the dark knight of superhero movies. It's ruined high fantasy for me afterwards. Does that make any sense? Like, I don't, and not in a bad way, but like, just it's, I don't, I don't, I don't have that like, ooh, I need to watch this. Well, well, those, those three, that trilogy was such an event, such a, a cultural, it, it really was, cultural milestone cultural thing like it it hit the the same level of harry potter and star wars and um well, it brought, star trek and it brought so many different people together i know nerds that mm-hmm. love the lord of the rings trilogy i know jocks that love the lord of the rings trilogy R- right like it, it hit it was mm-hmm. like you said it was a cultural milestone like that that was our kind of star wars right experience you know for our generation absolutely um so before we get into the movie we're talking about how are you doing how are things besides your existential crisis (laughs) about fantasy films which calls into question what we're doing this whole podcast um no um i'm good man um elliot is a blue belt now in taekwondo so he is defending himself against weapons (laughs) um eleanor is in dance Elizabeth and I are are just well actually this is a fun thing so one of our like dreams for a future you know we we Mm -hmm. would love to have a beach house but we also would love to take the kids or just ourselves in retirement rent an RV and go see the Grand Canyon the Badlands Rocky Mountains the Yosemite like you know all that stuff just go go an RV well I've never stayed in an RV before so our goal, or in, in a couple of weeks, um, we're going out to an Airbnb that's an RV, and we've got a nice. night out in the mountains just to go stay in an RV. It sounds trashy and silly, but it was one of those like, hey, if this is a dream of ours, I better go see if we really like it <laughs> before yeah. we, we, we go, you know, I don't want to go spend all this money and get in the RV the first night and realize... Well, this fucking sucks. This is the worst. <laughs> this, this is, is the, the worst, worst idea I've ever this had. Is the worst thing I've ever had in my entire life. Um, so we're gonna go stay um, in a cool little mountain town in an RV. That, that's kind of the big thing that's coming up with us. Um, speaking of like, you think something's trashy and weird. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we went to a new restaurant for the first time, Panda Express. You've never been to a Panda Express. <laughs> Yeah, we'd never been where, and it was somehow we're like, all right, let's fucking try this. It was, it was pretty good. 
um, we go to we go to like high end restaurants, not high end restaurants, but we go to new local restaurants all the time. But we were just sitting there thinking, like, have I ever been to a Panda Express? And we wanted Chinese food, so it worked out. It was good. Um, it's not bad. I I, I, I no. find it weird to go to a Panda Express that's not in a mall. Like, there's a standalone. Yeah. There's a standalone. I love the Bennigan's cup. You don't see too many Bennigan's oh. anymore. Oh, I stole this in high school. Oh, <laughs> wow. You, yeah, you don't. You, Bennigan's was a, a thing for a long time. I remember yes. I remember going in in Virginia when we were little. You don't see Bennigan's uh, anymore. No, I remember I got it from a, a a field trip in high school. We I stole it from a Bennigan's in Boston. Mm. But yeah, I, you, you see a free st- it's like a freestanding, a freestanding Chinese restaurant in general. Like not even just Panda Express, but freestanding Chinese restaurants are very strange and you have to be re- they it can't be a a purpose-built Chinese restaurant. It has to do the hermit crab thing and go into another, an older restaurant's... Um, yeah, uh, usually they're in strip malls. Right. The only the only freestanding the, Chinese restaurant that you, you typically see is a P.F. Chang's. That, that's yep. the higher end. Yeah, and there was there was one where we were living in Alabama that was really... That was nice. Um, it was inside of an old... Uh, of an old Ruby Tuesdays. It wasn't in a mall. It was freestanding, but it had, the Ruby Tuesdays went out of business and it took it over like a hermit crab. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that was fine. But if they had built a, if they had built a Chinese restaurant somewhere, it would just seem alien. It would be like a cat on a leash. Nice. Um, Lucas, we're talking about all this stuff as opposed to talking about yes. the movie. And why is that? Tell us, tell us what movie that we, we watched. So instead of... We decided that with Rings of Power out right now, we should talk finally about the Lord of the Rings. Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. And Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings is a fascinating artifact. Because it's not precisely bad, and it's not precisely good. And it's also the strangest animated film I may have ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's um because there's like four different animation styles throughout the entire film, and it's it condenses three books, two and a, like two and a half books down into thirty seconds almost. It has the opposite problem of the Hobbit movies. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but it follows Fellowship pretty pretty well. And then it goes. Then it goes into two towers, and it spends maybe half an hour in two towers, and then it's done. And it was supposed to get a sequel, but it didn't get a sequel. So that's why we didn't get Return of the King. Sort of. I was surprised at how faithful it was to Fellowship. Like, yes, there there are scenes that because I've seen Peter Jackson movies so many times, it was like, oh no, that this was pretty pretty much there you know with the i mean and like in 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 the shire and into the you know the 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 pub and you know all that kind of stuff now obviously peter jackson's movie expanded upon it but it, it it held pretty close to the source material and 
with the same sort of things that they cut out, which I appreciate. There's no Tom Bombadil. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Which is... Because fuck, well, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I need to reread these, and I need to figure out what Tom Bombadil's deal is. But it's you bring up the Peter Jackson movie. Uh, we've brought it up a couple times because we're going to be continuously talking about it the whole time. Um, Peter Jackson's a huge fan of this film to the point where he used shots from this as uh, storyboards for his movies. Um, specifically like uh, that pan shot of the, the party at the beginning when you've got the proud foot guy with his feet up on the ground on the table or them hiding under the tree with the ring wraith st- uh, trying to find them those were storyboards that Peter Jackson used because he loved those shots so much I did not I did not know that um, but I can now see like the ring wraiths in particular them riding is very similar mm-hmm. it's it just kind of crazy to me that they <laughs> it, it's it's basically one and a half books, but that last, yes. the other half of the book is one whole book condensed into a half of a book. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. When, when you, especially when you, you know, with Peter Jackson's, like the Helm's Deep fight, that's basically half of Two Towers, right? right. Like that. that, that and it's been. I'm sorry. It's go been ahead. Years since I've seen it. No, I was just thinking about this uh, when we were watching it. It's been years since I've seen the Peter Jackson movies, and I used to watch them all the time, and then I haven't watched them in about ten years. I've realized, and I may need to. I'm gonna have to change that soon because they're incredible. They really are. Um, I am not a fan of the Hobbit movies because they no. expand too much. I wasn't a fan of this because it condensed too much. Now that I know what was going on in the Peter Jackson movies, like the mm-hmm. things that we missed. But they got a lot of the plot points. I was really surprised with this, that they got a lot of the stuff. At least for the Fellowship. The two towers, yes. they they skimp over. One of the things that's really fascinating to me is how different the... I wasn't expecting Gondor to look... The Boromir, son of Gondor, to look like a Viking. I wasn't... You know, no. There's so much leg in this movie... No one wears pants. And they, it's all very, wear it's very, they all wear skirts. They all wear skirts. skirts. Or, yeah, skirts and long tunics. And it's very strange. And, and by strange, I mean it's just, it's just odd. I, you, I suppose it, it comes from... It's the 70s and we don't know what a fantasy movie looks like yet. We still don't know what a fantasy movie looks like. It still looks like Robin Hood. Um, exactly. That, thank you. That's what I was trying to... That was what I was going for. Um... But something I know, the, the the thing that kind of took me out of the whole thing, I don't like rotoscoping. I don't like it. You don't? No. It, okay. is, it is like, it's weird. It looks like Tron, like bad Tron. It's just weird looking. And it just like was really unsettling for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what was, I feel like, and you mentioned this earlier, like the, the different animation styles. That was off-putting, to say the least, mm-hmm. for me. What, what did you think? Well, because it's not just there's not just the rotoscoping. I don't have a problem with the rotos- with rotoscoped animation. It's the the weird live action, oversaturated 
slash there's a there's a way I can't remember the name of the the, the art style and I should have looked that up so I'm showing my ass here. Um, there's a way you can develop film that gives people a, a thick black line around them, which look which is what which what animation looks like. So it makes it, it gives it this weird pseudo animated style. And I wish that they had kept that to just the the orcs and the evil side because it would have it would have highlighted the alien nature of it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but instead, you have the riders of Rohan, who all look like Deathstalker rejects, shot in a strange um, <laughs> art style. Right. It just doesn't. It doesn't jibe for me. Um, no. But the rotoscoping, yeah, the rotoscoped art, like the the traditional animation, I should say, or the close to traditional animation, I I like. Um, it's still that it, it's the black cauldron where everything's moving, always. Yep. Which is still that that's also like yeah everything's moving stop moving stop moving <laughs> stop moving stop moving. <laughs> what is when you think of the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings or, or the Peter Jackson mm-hmm. Fellowship because th- this is basically just it, it it's the Fellowship of the Ring. That's what this movie is. Yes, I mean it has um, elements of other stories in it, but it's Fellowship of the Ring. Um, I, I don't want to compare this retelling of Two Towers to Peter Jackson's Two Towers because pales, you know, pales in comparison. Absolutely, yeah. So let's just stick with the the Fellowship part because at least that one is pretty close. Mm-hmm. So. Peter Jackson's, and we'll get to this when we review the the Lord of the Rings. Um, that'll be in our deathbed. That'll be the last ones that we do. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the what's the set pieces for Fellowship? Oh God, all of them, the entire film, the entire, uh, 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 the entire film. Okay. No, I'm I'm mostly I'm 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 being facetious, but. Like, I, I'm bouncing back and forth between... There are so many set pieces. There are so many interesting little scenes that stick in my head. And as I said, I haven't seen that movie in ten years. And it is... It is very... Um, it's still very fresh in my mind. It's, it's still very... Like, I'll, I'll... Like, you go to the Shire, and then you go to... Bree, and then there's the Weathertop fight, and then there's a, there's. Um, it's the one that should have won the Academy Award, to be honest. Return of the Ring, the Return, Return of the King got the award as a consolation. Like basically, it was a mm-hmm. hey, you made this movie, all three, and that and that's why you got got it. The first right. one should have got the award. It's the best one. Like like I, story, yeah. I, I, at least in my opinion, like story wise, it's the best one. Right, I see what you're saying. Um, my set piece is the the Belrog. Yep, they got the part of Gandalf pretty good in this Belrog. The mm-hmm. Belrog itself. Now that I've seen the, you know, Peter Jackson's version of it, mm-hmm. this is just silly. There's 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 no doom. There's no impending dread with this Belrog. And and that's a that's right. a hindrance to this movie too. Mm-hmm. Is that where well we're constantly comparing it to something that it was in, it was uh, 
that we're constantly comparing it to something that was directly inspired by it. And that's fair. Totally fair. But also, this is and our podcast. Just, it, we can do what we want to do. Exactly. <laughs> it's all it's all fucking arbitrary. <laughs> um I I don't know. I didn't hate it. And I in as I said before, it's a fascinating artifact. And there's lots of little strange details like there's that running that that dumb, really dumb gag or a uh, dumb running joke that everyone makes that Frodo and Sam are gay because we have such a terrified we are so terrified of of male tenderness that it has to be they have to be gay you can't just have friends who are very close and, and affectionate well no if, if you're affectionate um, with each other you have to be boning exactly um <laughs> exactly and that's that's what's um it's nice there's like bits of tenderness between sam and and Frodo, that it's it's different than in the Peter Jackson films. That it actually it doesn't come across as that that weird like oh we're still emotionally stunted. Um, it comes across as you know they are they care about each other in a deep way that isn't romantic. And I like that. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, S- S- Strider. The, uh, I mean, all the voice actors are good. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like Marion Pippin's introduction for as in, integral to the story as they are. Because obviously Fro- Frodo and Sam, you know, Frodo's the, the, the star of the show, right? He's got the ring. He's taking it to Mount Doom. He's going to throw it into Mount Doom. And yes. that that's the story. But all of the sign characters become so important in 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 not just Peter Jackson, but in the books. And Mary and Pippin are kind of just they're just there. And I and I, I don't know yes. if they they really played up the fellowship as well in this one. And that was what was not. so important in these movies is that and, and so impactful because and, and what got me in these movies was these were people that they made a commitment to this mission, but they would die for each other. Right? Like right. They, they, the, the, the whole, the Tolkien story was here's a group of people that when middle earth needed heroes, they would get together and save the world together. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you, you, you felt by the end of these, you know, end of the story, that they were they weren't friends; they were family, right? Like they they they, they were they were bonded together, always. Correct. You don't get that in this. No, and like I think Gimli might have three lines in the entire film. Right. Which again, and it's it, it's con- yeah. it's a condensed movie. I understand, and I'm not trying to. To, to neg on it because like you said it it, it was surprisingly good like it, it, it like i didn't hate this movie i, I was surprised at how much it got right, right in the story um it just once you see the other stuff it's like oh th- this is how that story should have been told <laughs> yeah uh oh I, I i see how this is done right yes so 
I, I don't know. It's just, it's, as I said, it's just the strangest artifact of a film. Because it was supposed to be three films, and then they condensed, then they were condensed it down to two, and then they condensed it down to one. But they didn't even condense it down to one because it doesn't end. He doesn't, yes. he doesn't do anything. Like, they don't, the goal isn't met. The, the quest isn't met. It's it's the almost the ring isn't destroyed. Yeah, it's almost like if you're playing. Okay, we've got this seven hour D and D campaign, mm-hmm. and at hour three we decide, all right, that's good. See you later. It's like okay, well yeah. we all committed to to the seven hour w- one, but uh, okay. <laughs> So it just, um, and again, I understand like budgetary, you know, constraints and all that kind of stuff. But it is funny because these, this movie came out closer to when the books were out. Like yes, this, this is like like Frodo lives showed up on in like NYC subway cars. Like it was giant. It, mm-hmm. it inspired. Um, so Stephen King wrote The Dark Tower, which the movie is, uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that movie at one point because it's kind of a fantasy movie. The movie is so disappointing. Um, but he basically, he was reading Tolkien at the same time that he watched The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. And it was like, well, why don't we do Good, The Bad, why don't we do Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, but high fantasy right and and then if you read those books it's like oh that does you can see the the seeds of how that got created right but then right so so those this movie is closer to when the books were really popular really big Mm -hmm. you know and obviously they've remained popular but they it's closer to when they were they were published um it's surprising to me that it just and, and, and I wonder also if this is just indicative of what entertainment is now, is that they're always searching for franchises. Yes. Whereas well, back you, then they, you, they didn't. Right. You can't make you you can't make something that has. Um, it's not enough to make a million dollars. You have to make a billion dollars. That's what I say to myself every morning when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my mantra. So. It's not enough that uh, that I should succeed; others should fail. Well, yeah, totally. But no, I mean overall, it, it when we when you suggested this again, I, it's coming on the heels of I, I have one more episode left of House of the Dragon. It's been fine. Mm. I've wanted to read the the Wheel of Time. Have you read them? I read the. I have read the first one. I just prose. It's hard for for a variety of reasons. It's hard to read. For, it's, it's been very hard for me to like sit down and read books lately, for the past couple of years. Um, like right now, I'm going through uh, Casino Royale, which is a very interesting artifact that is super dated. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, that is a uh, that is. A, an interesting film to an interesting book to read. Um, I I have read I read these in high school, and I have not picked them up since. 
and I still have them on my shelf because I remember really like them, and Victoria really likes them. But I haven't had a, I just haven't had the capacity to reread them. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with um, with Wheel of Time. I read the first book. It was interesting. I would like to read the other ones. There are thirteen more of them, and they're plotting. Oh, and, there's and, a and later. You could you could use all of them to build a house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could be cornerstones in your house. They're, there is they're a later bricks. book from what I from what I understand. There's a later book in the series where the main character is climbing up a ladder, and each page is a single rung of the ladder. Why the fuck do I want to read that? See, that's that's a, the, it. Gets to that point where I, I am much more of a sci-fi guy. I like looking ahead, mm-hmm. which, which um, my um, big recommendation for you, if you're looking for a, a good read, um, Sea of Tranquility. Um, it's okay. by Emily Saint. So, 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 so. She wrote. Um, <laughs> she she wrote um, Station Eleven, which is it's an HBO miniseries or a limited series. Emily St. John Mandel. Yep. Um, sea of Tranquility is it like different points in time. It's kind of like a nesting doll book. It's kind of like Cloud Atlas, but it's actually more conne- cool. it's more connected than Cloud Atlas. Um, okay. It's short and sweet and wonderful. I loved it. It's probably the best book I read this cool. year. Um, nice. I am much more like forward facing, which is sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Fantasy is our myths and our stories right. that we told ourselves. Roughly, yeah. Uh, if you had yeah. to like describe the the, the difference, that is the mm-hmm. one way to describe the difference. That's not a, a bad thing or a good thing. It's just that's that's the way it is. I don't know. I I, I try. I've read read the Tolkien books. The first, you know, the the Lord of the Rings. I love the Hobbit book. I like them better than the 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 Lord of the Rings trilogy. I like the Hobbit, the novel, better than the Lord of the Rings. Um, okay. I I listened to Tolkien as well. I listened to the three books when I was traveling for work a lot, and it's just so many fucking songs I've never I see so you and dad have said the same thing and I've heard that for years and I've never had a problem with the songs I just now I will also confess he's not a good songwriter <laughs> he's not Taylor Swift because no, Taylor Tay Tay is just you know she tugs well, your heart there's two kinds of, <laughs> yeah, there's two kinds of people in the world people who like Taylor Swift and liars <laughs> episode title that's amazing um yeah i just i it what i loved about the peter jackson books and actually what i liked about this this animated movie was that it picked a through line mm-hmm. it picked a story to tell because you you could go in many different directions if you're reading lord of the rings and trying to tell a story and these folks told a story within it that still, you know, meets up with the general, like, thrust, but also it, it, it makes it kind of streamlined. Um, 
one thing I didn't mention, and this is completely off topic, but it's it's Halloween. The opening battle, so they both open the same way. Mm-hmm. We're to tell you about the rings, which I, I, is a good choice, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. You have to establish why. Here, here's the rings. So in Peter Jackson, here's the rings, and it's this epic battle, right? Like this mm-hmm. crazy, you know. I was there a thousand years ago when they were, you know, and I chopped off um, Sar- Sauron's hand, and you know, I, I took the ring, and a sealed door followed me, but he, t- he kept the ring to himself. It's very gritty and gross and realistic and you know, battley. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what they do with this is very like representative and very kind of artsy. But you get what's it's... going on, and mm-hmm. I, and I liked it a lot, and I liked it a lot because it reminded me of the beginning of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes, it does. With the yep, uh, I mean, even the like red background of the sky, and almost like the paper cutouts of people fighting each other. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost like it's a story being told to you, which is. Yes. What this kind of story needs. Like, this is a legend. Like, we're telling you the legend of the Lord of the Rings. So that kind of beginning, like, all the way through to when you know, they, they show Smeagol getting the ring, and they, they kind of catch you up, the most important part of The Hobbit, where Frodo, where, not Frodo, Bilbo. Bilbo, Bilbo, Bilbo finds the ring, that whole part, I, did, I, I just recently rewatched Bram Stoker's Dracula because it's Halloween, and I saw that. It's incredible. It's it's oh, that's a whole other thing that we'll talk about. Yeah. But um, but it reminded me of that opening of describing how Dracula got to be Dracula. This is describes how Frodo gets the ring. I get it. Cool. That this was a, mm-hmm. a nice beginning. Lucas, where where does this fall? That's what I'm looking at the list right now because I'm trying to figure that out. It's solidly middle of the pack. <laughs> it's solid, solidly middle earth. <laughs> so here's my thought. It's better than Twilight. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't, I think I would rather watch Bulletproof Monk though. On rewatch, yes. Cool. So that puts it at 46. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Wonderful. Um, Lucas, where can folks find us? Uh, we can be found at Sword in Boardcast on Twitter and Instagram. We can be found at swordandboard.podbeat.com. Also on Stitcher and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and basically any streaming service you have. If there's anything else that you would like, if there's a service you don't that you, some obscure service that I don't know about, send us a line. We will fix it for you. We get up and try and get, you, get us on there. Lil on Twitter. Um, our artwork is done by the wonderful Wes Forbes. Um, and the Menders are playing shows all throughout the Charlotte and Gastonia area um, this winter. Um, had a bit of bad news. His, um, his pup of many years passed away yesterday. So send him good thoughts. Um, and uh, we will return. We promise with better uh, movie recommendations 
and um, a better um, attention to um, doing this more regularly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, have a good one, y'all.